strength It's the sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, you got a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. This week on Ballin' Out Super. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super. I am your cold host, Katie Rose Leon. With me, as always, my faithful friend and sunny tie dye, Alex Patak. You can call me the hot side dish. Just kidding. Excited to have a show, everybody. Everyone says they're there for the main course, but everyone knows it's about those side dishes. Tapa. <laughs> We're having fun already. Joining us, friend of the show, fan, contested fan favorite, <laughs> David Spector. Hey, I'm a little dose of reality for you nerds, and if some of you can't handle it, that's too bad. David, hey we don't we don't like how you challenge the status quo here, and we've been meaning <laughs> to talk to you about that. When I saw that David was on today's show, I took a breath. I checked my notes, and I'm like, Katie, you will not show him your weakness, okay? <laughs> you can debate with the greats. You can do it. You're as logical as they come, girl. You <laughs> when he challenges you to his debates, you don't have to accept. You don't owe him anything, Katie. He's just a guest comedian on Thank our anime you. podcast. Thank you for your support and platforming of me, Alex. Very oh, man. I, I just watched the new Mortal Kombat last night. And what if instead of, like, the world tournament, it was just a debate and the outer world was, like, Ben Shapiro and then everyone had to debate him? <laughs> to sing. That's their, like, ultimate hard dick fantasy. That's what those <laughs> dudes, like, really see themselves as, is, like, powerful warriors and not just, like, limp dick weirdos in, like, oversized men's warehouse suits. <laughs> and much like in Mortal Kombat, if you lose the debate, Ben Shapiro's gonna go right up to your mouth and give you a little kiss. <laughs> He's gonna suck the soul out of your body, but it's gonna be in the form of a little kiss. Well, he oh sucks it out of my dick, which was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I win, Zip. Um, <laughs> it's one of those contests where the winner sucks a dick. We all know. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, we're all familiar. David, how do you feel about being uh, in such close competition with the other Davids on the show? Does that bring you any insecurity at all, or does it drive you to be better every day? Uh, I don't acknowledge any competition from any other Davids. That's just ridiculous. I mean, I know you're trying to stoke these fires, but there's no way you can Alex, even consider. Stop pinning Davids against each other, okay? Do Davids are here in solidarity with each other. 
Okay. David's I'm noticing lifting up that, other Davids. Yeah. There are multiple Davids vying for the same spot, and at the end of the day, the UN can only recognize one David as the legitimate David. But there's only so many Davids, so we all have to stand together and put, uh, lift ourselves up together as one. They want all the Davids to be divided so they can have the spoils for themselves. Here's the more important question. Which David's going to be on the bottom of the pyramid and which one gets to be at the top with the little flag? <laughs> okay. I am on the top because I injured my knee, so I cannot support <laughs> any other Davids. That's awesome. that, that is well uh, noted on the show. I believe that was on a bonus episode. But yeah, none, none of you do anything to David's knee, first of all. It's still healing. Yeah. It's really funny that that's a bonus episode. Like, people pay you guys. 10 bucks a month to hear how I fucked up my knee. Well, people it's gotta know. I believe at the time you got on a bus upstate to uh, just have a doctor tell you to leave. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What a great example of our That's what happens healthcare. to you when you're conservative in this country. Okay. If- oh. <laughs> Can I tell you guys the, um, I made a joke about this on Twitter, but, uh, the reemergence of ska and our cultural discourse is really making me reconsider my political and personal values. And maybe, maybe I am a, a conservative man in America now. <laughs> in what way? In that you are trying to oppress ska? Yeah. And trying well, to keep like ska out of the running? The new push in ska is like, yeah, ska is gay now too. Deal with it. I'm like, I don't want this America. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like. I don't need. I don't need Scott to be gay. I don't need Scott to be. I need Scott to say squarely in the '90s and earlier and cease to exist beyond there. And if I need to, you know, oppress the masses to make my dream come true, then so be it. <laughs> I'm saying this in the most open-minded and respectful way I can, but hasn't Scott always been gay? No. <laughs> well. It's Scott been was like, just for meeting up with your high school sweetie and dick diving in the by the bleachers. You're telling me it's it's never been like gay as in like queer politically. It's always been like that's hella gay, dude. Like I'm it was thinking really, it of was, the dance of the skank. Specifically. It was for like super duper straight boys, like you know virgins and 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 improvisers and and theater kids. You know, but the like. It was always very like doodly straight people. I just I can't. It was imagine. extremely. But it's great that we can get to this. Well, I, I believe you. I believe you. But I feel like at some point we have to admit that we're all just living a lie. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm just saying I don't need Ska to like have a a reckoning. It could just like stay in the closet and not welcome itself into 2021. Like we don't need that. Katie, Never I have something for you to do. To suck a dick. Here's the and thing, I wonder though. If, if I could, if you are <laughs> under, but I'd have to win a debate. If you're <laughs> under twenty, you're allowed to like ska. That's totally fine. I'm just saying, for like grown adults, you need to feel shame about that. Katie, I, <laughs> I would need you yourself. and your conservative views to get on a bus to Ithaca, <laughs> New York, go to the hospital, and be immediately shipped back home for airing these kinds of views on our program. You know, I've been told that it was a phase and I guess they are right that now I'm I've gone from being 
a radical leftist queer to just a conservative white man. It feels good. A Republican politician. It It stands for lesbian, gay, boss tones, (laughs) transgendered. (laughs) Transgender. It's almost the same acronym, actually. (laughs) They just put in the boss tones. I don't know. It's a deliberate snub for bisexuals, too. (laughs) That are part of it. Yeah, bisexuals have been erased and replaced with boss tones. Oh my Knocking God. on wood does sound like it's slang for something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I went to the lesbian bar and knocked on wood. That means you switch teams. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our job to find out what it means. It's our job to report it, to report the news to you, the I listener. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to hijack the show with my new conservative beliefs. Alex, I know you had some talking points for today. <laughs> yeah, we're kicking you Alex's out of Hollywood talking for points this. are going to be like, what is your favorite brand of cider? Like, it's just stuff he's going to ask. I about. have an important talking point. <laughs> I, I'm always, I like to encourage Alex's talking points because- Number new- one. Okay. <laughs> how much, have you, have you seen how much it hurts to get hit by a door? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I really had faith in this. I told you it's not going to be anything. Because really, really, Curly gets hit by a door in this episode, and I'm seeing it, and I'm like, yeah, that does hurt. I really thought you might have something. <laughs> I don't know why. What else? He's never had a thing ever. <laughs> Uh, 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 oh, wait, I have a pitch. I know that we are getting to our advertisement sec- section uh, later in the episode, but, you know, this is a bit of a, a lateral move for me. Um, I'm launching a side business, Coaching Davids. If you're a David in need, I will. Uh, I, I can help you set goals, accomplish them, become one of the great Davids you've always aspired to be, like King David. Uh, I've, I'm going okay. through many of the, my own Davids in my life. I'm giving them health advice. Which I'm giving David them... have you coached? I'm coaching multiple Davids here. Katie. I just want to see like what the results are like before I give you investment money in your David company. Alex is basically he's teaching me the skills of pickup artistry. And uh... <laughs> okay, <laughs> seeing as Alex is wearing a backwards hat and is married. I can I see. married the end goal of pickup artistry. Yeah, so I can see that. Yeah. How's that Those going? Those of you obviously you listening, you can't tell, but I am wearing like a uh, like a bedazzled peacock style. Uh, yeah, it's like a really. It's like it looks like a Renaissance fair gone a fist fight with a teenager's prom tux, and it's really something to behold. I know, but it's something right you away. can't stop beholding. I've been doing close-up magic the entire recording, and we're going to see if Katie falls for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Stay away from Katie, David. <laughs> Here's the thing. I do. I am in a relationship with a literal magician, so <laughs> my life's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Katie, oh, without getting into any specifics that would maybe reveal who anybody is, I have to ask, is one of your boyfriends named David? No. Unfortunately, okay, close one. so he's not I in the running. I, I Did you think he was David Copperfield, Alex? <laughs> I don't you know. You think like Katie was dating David Copperfield? No, well, let me Las just Vegas th- pedophile David Copperfield. <laughs> I think I'm good. He's a man of magic. He makes the law disappear. <laughs> 
Now, just to elaborate on the on the system that we're advertising here, if you're just a run-of-the-mill David, uh, it probably in a big city out here chasing dreams, there are several skill trees that you can develop. You can develop into a King David. You can develop into a David oh, Copperfield. Wait, 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 wait. So are, are we doing, like... David's are our Dragon Quest Warrior monster prototypes, like are these like a Pokemans or? Well, so far what? I'm doing it, Katie. I don't think you've been advising any Davids. It sounds no, like. No, I'm wondering because I love a skill tree. Okay, I'll buy a token and put it on that skill tree. <laughs> okay, I'll well maybe we can rope you in for consultation. To purchase a ticket that lets me roll the dice to possibly upgrade my skill tree. <laughs> I guess if I have any questions, it's what other Davids do we idolize that I could maybe work towards with my clients? There's the statue, David, the one with da- the big dong. Yep. <laughs> the one with David the dong. David Boreanaz. <laughs> oh, David Boreanaz, great choice. <laughs> There's uh, David Schwimmer of Friends fame. <laughs> David Schwimmer is a mid-tier David. He has not reached... His Mid-tier full potential. David. There's, I mean, I'm not saying this is somebody I idolize, but I don't know your clientele. There's David Duke. No, that's not. That's a dark path of David. <laughs> I steer all of my Davids away from that side of the entire David spectrum. <laughs> and what I was saying earlier, yeah. if I had been working with David Schwimmer through the 90s, let's just say that he would be Borat today. He would be Borat. He'd be doing much um, better. We'd all respect him. Like Borat. When you, what is the goal of of leveling up your Davids? Um, I don't know, Katie. What's the goal of self actualization? What's the goal of reaching into the stars and pulling down, pulling down a a piece of heaven? Yeah, what is the goal there? I don't know. <laughs> That's not part of my business. Okay. Wait, the plan is to go into space and like pull an asteroid towards Earth? No, David. You're being this, far too literal, and this is exactly one thing that we will be working on in our private <laughs> sections in this expansive David business. What kind of types of Davids are there? Are there classes of Davids? Yeah, where, where would you put me, Alex? Um, I think David Spector is currently on a paladin route. Yeah, definitely. High defense, high magic. Okay. And we're just going to get him to be kind of a versatile David, kind of good wherever you plug him in, but also a frontline David. <laughs> and that that's key for every party. So you're going to want to have someone like that. Occasionally you can get, I don't know, like a sniper David, like uh, like if the American sniper was named David. You know, like him, but you know, like not <laughs> him, but like him. I do. I'm not saying a, him exactly. I love a long distance attack. It's always good to have one of those Davids in your party. Oh wait, I know the David I want to be. I want to be Dave Thomas, the guy who made Wendy's. Oh yeah, that's a high level David. That yeah, is a high level David. He, he took burgers and made them square. <laughs> a spicy chicken sandwich. Did they have that weight advance? <laughs> to think to make a burger square—that's an unnatural shape not found in the wild. Only someone brave enough to spit in God's eye. And although he, what is his relationship to that girl? It was his daughter. I think she's his daughter. Are we all just assuming it's his daughter? No, I'm pretty Has sure. Has anybody that's looked? Like... In, what if that's just his Epstein like plain girlfriend? <laughs> Wait, yeah, but and we Epstein just all didn't rolled. like open a franchise of like chicken and waffles with the, the pictures of the a... women he molested, the girls he molested on them. <laughs> I mean... He would have if he could. <laughs> It's if America. he had a good enough recipe. 
I, I have just uh, resigned myself to the fact that most of the people in any sort of power, even if it's just a chicken restaurant, is evil. <laughs> exactly, which is why we have to assume that this is <laughs> David Thomas's child bride. Hold on. I think there's like, a, there's a fair, like I'm sure Wendy's engages in, in uh, evil business practices, but I think like to assume he's a pedophile <laughs> just because he has a, a fast food chain. Actually, that checks out. Never mind. Katie's right. Yeah. And I'm, even uh, just saying it out loud, you realize how that sounds. Yeah. Well, I think I've established my business here. If you're a David, write in to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. I'll give you a friendly rate. We can cool. work out what kind of David you want to be. So we covered David's and Doors. David hurting. coaching. <laughs> David progress. David production. <laughs> Everyone who calls in is a work of David production, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, here's some other other things I wrote down. Has anybody else noticed that the Dragon Ball Kai song has changed? Yes. But the song hasn't changed. They just keep switching the singer. And is yeah, that an it feels attack like on me? Listening to karaoke. Because it's like not a bad singer, but it's not a good singer either. And it just sounds like interns took turns singing the song it's it's uh, can i can i ask a question what was wrong with the one from the 90s like the dragon dragon what the dragon dragon? yeah uh that song there's nothing wrong wrong with with it it. they couldn't get the rights they They couldn't couldn't get get the the rights rights. dragon ball z couldn't get the rights to the song whose only lyrics are dragon ball z (laughs) they weren't willing to shell out (laughs) big money for the dragon song again they had to go get their like local uh, uh, production staff to just sing a karaoke version of what is it? Z the soul, fight the dragon soul. Dragon soul. I think that's the. Lyric. I think it's dragon soul. Yeah. The soul. But here's the thing: is they've switched the singer for this song. So we're on episode sixty-six of Dragon Ball Z Kai. They've switched the singer, I think, four times. Yeah. But every other time, it was like a nerdy guy voice. So I just assumed I was mishearing it before, and it's always no, been the same this, guy. It's. I wrote this in my notes because I was gonna wait to talk about this until the episode segment, but I was really thrown by this particular singer because it's a lady singer, and she's not bad. She's better than the last not, one good and it's just yeah it just sounds like your friend did a recording of singing your favorite theme song it's like if i called alex and i was like thank you for being a friend and then i just (laughs) threw that over the golden girls and like who's gonna notice david would you for an extra ten dollars record yourself singing the dragon soul theme song and send it to me to put in this episode yeah I, i would absolutely do that Okay, we're going to do that for this one. Also, That's I heard the Dragon Ball theme songs are gay now. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I just don't like ska. I don't want any, like, clout. It doesn't need clout. It's for nerdy high school virgins, and that's where it should stay. All right, Katie. I'm okay right. with that demographic liking ska. I don't know how much the Cokes are paying you to share this kind of stuff, but it's I wish David me. Citrick were here to he- hear all this. He knows how I feel. <laughs> I feel like we waited till he was gone to get into it, really. He knows how I would feel. No, it's because on my Twitter feed recently, there's been, like, I guess there's some, like, new, like, we're here, we're queer, pick it up, ska band. Retweeting. And I'm just like, pick you know, it up, good- pick it up, we're pick here. it up. We're queer. We've never had to knock on wood. 
Yeah, I mean, that song is about the HIV crisis, so, I mean. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's about his friend dying of AIDS. (laughs) What? Yeah, look it up. I'm not. So, anyway. There's um, nothing in that song that at all even hits at that. The Mighty That's Mighty Boston will not debate anyone under God any circumstances. God should not be approaching any meaningful topics other than fuck you, mom, why won't they go on a date with me or picking it up. Like, it's or picking just, it like, up a few times, probably. Just just modern ska should not be talking about modern problems. It should just be talking about skateboarding. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, this is vaguely related. Katie, did you see the hit movie Sound of Metal? Oh, no, actually. Because I know you love that sweet sound. I do like that sweet sound of metal. Uh, I am aware of the movie and its plot. You're calling your cousin Chuck Berry and you're pointing at like a skeleton playing guitar and you're like, (laughs) Chuck, listen to this! And you give it And it's like raining blood. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I know of it. I didn't see it. Okay, I... so the pl- plot of the movie, this is just a confusion I had over the weekend. The plot of the movie is it's a metal musician who loses his hearing, and then he has to deal with that. And what if he, what if a mate was in a band but then couldn't hear the pick-it-ups? And that's kind of what it's about. But uh, it's like it's played by Riz Ahmed, and for some reason, I had it confused with another documentary that's about an Iraqi metal band. And then I actually, like, met the guy in that documentary at when I was working at a cafe. And he had to work a shift at the cafe. And so the whole movie, I'm watching it like, when is this guy going to come in and play some songs? <laughs> Despite the fact that it's very clearly, like, a narrative feature film. <laughs> oh, my God, Alex. <laughs> and he doesn't come in. It's not related. It's just a different movie. But, yep. um... Hearing is so important was something I realized watching that. Yeah. David, have you seen this movie? No. The only movie I've seen in over a year is Mortal Kombat. That's what I'm saying is that, like, any movie... I can't believe they even had the gall to have the Oscars this year because it's like, who saw a movie in 2020? Exactly. (laughs) I feel the exact same way. Like, 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 they don't even release movies. They just honor themselves. Yeah, That's like I just peak Hollywood. The main vi- movie I watched in 2020 is the Swedish guy fix a Game Boy on YouTube. <laughs> that was my favorite movie. And they snubbed him too. They, they didn't bring him up once. The I watched were like the Stanley Kubrick filmography, and they haven't won any Oscars this year. Here's my question. Do you feel that Sub-Zero was overpowered in the film or that that was it within their artistic license to portray him with that level of strength? Um, they needed, they needed to have, like, a boss villain. So they gave it to... So I think that was within their license for sure. Well, he's not normally that strong, David. Normally he's one of the guys. I know, but they, they took a little... They took a risk. And it paid off. Just like Ska is taking a risk right now. It did pay off. He rips Jax's arms off with his ice hands. And that was probably the highlight of the film, to be honest. I know a lot of people are giving this very negative reviews, but I got to see a man's head cut in half with a hat, and that's what I wanted. What are people upset about with this movie? Is it just that it's not faithful to the video games or whatever? 
There's nothing to be faithful to. There's literally yeah. no plot in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there is... So, well, it's here's the problem that people are saying, and they're saying it all over the streets, and I can't believe it, and they're giving it low scores, and it's sad. It's that the Mortal Kombat tournament of the great warriors of our realm and the uh, outside realms never actually occurs in the film. It's all like a prelude, like a... Uh, so then it'll happen in the next movie. What's your fucking problem? Well, that's what they're openly setting up for, and I don't hold it against them because I got to see a reptile get its heart ripped out of its body, but I still... I, that's what they're saying, David. I just, like... You don't go to see Mortal Kombat the film for artistry. <laughs> yeah. Writing oh, of any sort. You're just and like, here's the other thing that they these people, and they're sick, they're sick fuckers. By these people, I mean I'm mostly referring to David Twighty, who I asked about his problems. He has a letterboxed review, one half a star, folks. It's the lowest review David you can give Twitty. a film. David Twighty? Wow. Where does he Twitty. get off hating Mortal Kombat? He you doesn't. Know, he listens to folk rock. He can suck my dick. He can't <laughs> fucking. I want to say, by the way, he is not under Alex's David tutelage yet. Clearly, and uh, that's what <laughs> happens if you don't seek improvement. In Judaism, there's a term called a shanda, who is a Jew who embarrasses Jews in front of the goyim, and that's what the Davids are doing right now. They're being David shandas. <laughs> yeah. David Shonda is one of the funniest comedians in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you have to book him now if you can. Uh, no, the other problem they're saying is that the main guy in the movie is named, like, Bryant McGonagall, and he's a UFC fighter who's not normally in the games, and they're like, how do I care about Bryant McGonagall? What do you care about any of these people for? Where's the mo human motivation? I'm just saying this. The arcade game was literally the same design, and they just kept changing the colors of the guys and giving them different names. That's all it is. And then they fight each other. I so you made a movie. They made a new character. Who? What the fuck is your problem? You're scaring Katie. I'm sorry, Katie. I. It's okay. I'm not scared. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Katie has this like far off look in her eye, like she's like a, about to reveal something, but the time has not yet come. No, I just I I thought I had a riff and then uh, you didn't. Yeah, I che I actually checked it. There's no riff there. Yeah. <laughs> Katie thought like, she had file... like, a riff for the show, but then I just started screaming. So it's just like file missing, you know. <laughs> like... Um. Oh, I had more to say about Mortal Kombat. Oh. Mm. Oh, they do this wonderful thing about how when you play a fighting game, you can just keep kicking the person in the leg until they die. And I've never seen that represented in film before. Oh, they actually, oh have you? They had like a spamming thing. Have you not seen Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Although they didn't get the tournament in that one either. <laughs> They're just setting up for the second one. It just feels like they're using you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What a one-sided tournament that would be. Um, all right, well, let's you get to one. You don't have to do that. You don't have to add insult to injury there. The Holocaust <laughs> already happened. You didn't have to say we'd also lose in a hypothetical Mortal Kombat. Well, you could win in the Mortal Kombat just as long as everyone's eating enough. I don't want to dwell on it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
I stumbled ass backwards into this damn tournament. I don't think any of us want to be here. Oh, okay. Here's here's two more things. Oh, wait. Um, when are we going to do the There Will Be Blood episode of this podcast? We're when not. we finish Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We're going to do one for the what homies, and this time it's There Will Be Blood. With this show at all, David. <laughs> We Sometimes the, the last homies. Time I was here. I said we got to do a "There Will Be Blood" episode of Ball You and guys Super, are welcome said, yes. to make your own Cohen Brothers <laughs> podcast. I I behest you to do it, but why would we do that on the anime podcast? Uh, you got to take that up with Alex. You really you're an orphan, Katie. <laughs> a bastard in a basket. <laughs> a tisket, a tasket. I just do not. <laughs> Call have you crazy. seen There Will Be Blood? Are you for or against? Yes, of course I've seen that movie. It's been out for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better every time you watch it, Katie. I think we gotta watch it. I have to There's get to this last topic here. <laughs> I don't want anyone else to win Mortal Kombat. <laughs> ah, Liu Kang. <laughs> My old associate. Alex, what were the two things you wanted? If I said I was Sub-Zero, you would agree. I needed to point out <laughs> that Kami sits in a gamer chair. They show his chair this episode, and he's got, like, a big David Citric chair, and it's <laughs> fucking funny, man. <laughs> he does have a gamer chair. It's, like, spiky, but it's exactly the same as, like, anything you could get at Best Buy. I hate them so much. <laughs> And yet the guardian of Earth sits in one. I know. Gotta maybe I got to really open my mind to the gamer chair. <laughs> David seemed <laughs> genuinely hurt last bonus episode he was on when I racked on his gamer chair. Yeah, you got to go it back to like school, It feels like you Katie. hate every single thing that makes David Citric David Citric. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's tall. <laughs> he's a nice Anti-David bigotry in this industry. I like that he it's- likes minor league baseball. <laughs> it's out of control. We gotta like get that into he's this. Divorced. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a nice thing to like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a nice thing to like at all. Okay, well, um, <laughs> That's the first half of the show, everybody. It's time to do some of these ad reads from our wonderful sponsors of the day. Who do we have today, Katie? Who do we have today, Alex? Thanks for asking. I'm asking. Um, today, we have a wonderful product that you should explore. Just real quick before we get started, if you would like us to advertise your business or podcast or really any any old email you write, you just want us to read an email, uh, Venmo me and uh, email ballinoutsuper.gmail.com with an ad read, and we will read your ad for sponsoring the show. This one is a paragraph, and I'm going to read it and just let you know how it goes. Okay. And it's in quotes. Again, when you send me these, you can just send me, like, little bullet points or something because I have a learning disorder, and well, I'm just going to go all higgledy-piggledy on it. probably hurt our other ads. So at this point, maybe <laughs> forcing us to read a paragraph isn't the worst idea. <laughs> it's not my fault that we got sent a podcast and then you called them virgins the entire time. Alex. <laughs> I am not. Th- you set the precedent for how our ad reads went. I just. 
I set a precedent of of uh, ex- exciting lightning-like energy that okay, comes read with the an paragraph ad. And, and and let me know about what exciting product. Thrilling. Katie, you're gonna love this product. If you're like me, you love anime for two reasons: beams and those sick riffs from all those famous anime songs. Yeah. Did you, did you know that most songs are recorded on instruments? It's true. In order for a song to be play heard it has to be played by a human or some other horrifying robot built at boston dynamics at giaga guitars okay a guy who is most assuredly not a robot wants to build your very own custom guitar oh, oh cool. i love a look at guitar. you too bad you can't pronounce his business name no it's he writes it out so that i don't mess it up but it's giaga Okay. And we'll have the link for that if you're hankering for a guitar. And they're made from wood, Katie. Isn't that wonderful? Katie? Do they have, like, an Instagram or something? They do have an Instagram. It's going to be in the show notes. Katie, do you, what do you think about these, computer, these, these, these guitars being made out of wood, Katie? I mean, that's pretty standard for guitars to be made out of wood. So I would hope it would be made out of wood. <laughs> it's the industry standard. And we, we, he makes them with hands that, and I can't stress this enough, are not robot hands. Giaga Guitars specializes in building with locally sourced wood for guitars, basses, and ukuleles with custom designs and options to build the Goku guitar or Vegeta mandolin you've always wanted. Come on, you are an adult listening to an anime recap podcast. You probably have some disposable income. This is what it says in the email. I would yeah. never say this. I would never say that. I would say I the would opposite, never. in fact. The wood, is lo- <laughs> the wood is locally sourced. He chopped down a tree in your own backyard, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Wait, he's he stealing the Lord's sourced? wood. Yeah. <laughs> the king's wood. He Someone's been chopping down to- right in your own neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so buy a guitar from a human man who is not a robot. That's Giaga Guitars. Check out their Instagram. We're going to put that in the show notes. I know I'll be buying a guitar can you with sp- anyone but Mr. Popo on it. Spell it? Can you spell it for us? I, I could, but at what cost? The cost that they paid for us to read this ad. <laughs> it wasn't enough to spell it. <laughs> I'm going right. to guess how it's spelled. G-I-A-G-G-A. Katie, what's your guess? I have dyslexia, man. <laughs> Don't make me do that. Okay, well, the answer is G-E-A-U-G-A, like Jauga. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's in the show notes. Don't try and guess because you're going to fuck it up. But these are wonderful guitars, I'm betting. Alex, do you play the guitar? Of course I do, David. <laughs> <laughs> I play I play the guitar every day with my wonderful mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? What does that mean, Alex? I, well, I feel like some of the riffs I do are like slamming on the guitar. <laughs> <David. laughs> Maybe even more than if I learned a little bit of guitar and then tried to play it at some point, because that would be—that's not what anybody wants. No, I really don't need Alex to know how to play a guitar for my sanity. <laughs> Well, but maybe I do know, and maybe maybe I'll be buying one of these wonderful guitars. Yeah. Does he? I'll do buy custom? a Naruto guitar to give you at your wedding. Can you do like an engraved fretboard, or a, or like a, you know, p- 
pick up. It says stuff? here that they will not engrave fretboards under any circumstances. That's All the right. one rule. Never mind. That's the one rule. So anything else goes, but don't even bring that up, or they'll find you and they'll they'll take something you love. <sighs> well, it's that time again. Talk about anime on my anime podcast. All right, yeah. Who Hype wants- house. The title of this episode is The Time for Reunification Has Come Piccolo's Unshakable Resolve. Irish fans going nuts at this title episode. <laughs> they cannot wait to hear the recap of this Dragon Ball episode from well, the title. I have some really bad news for them. This episode was so much talking. Just like. <laughs> A lot of people standing around and saying stuff. So I will do my best to recap it. But fellas, it was simply hard for me to care. It's the reunification episode. They're explaining Brexit to each other and kind of what it means for the EU. Yeah. And I have no patience for European politics because, uh, you know, I'm I'm a staunch conservative man from the United States. (laughs) European (laughs) politics is like ska to me. If you, if you if anybody brings it up, it's the same as ska. Yeah. European politics is like ska to me. It's gay now. <laughs> oh my god! It's the notes that aren't gay. So, uh, <laughs> last week, the androids fucked up the Z boys, and Krillin just stood and watched. And he got a kiss. He got a kiss for it. Oh, and he got a kiss from a rose, a.k.a. Android 18. It was only a kiss. Um, so we open up, and uh, Krillin remembers that he has to help his nearly dead friends. So he hops into the crater with a bag of sensu beans, counts them, six beans. He says, first gives one to Tien. I'm like, weird triage there, but okay. Isn't this fun? This is like going to a slumber party when you're the first one awake in the morning. Yeah, and you're And all your friends have been knocked unconscious by vicious cyborgs. And you get to decide which one lives or dies. (laughs) Yeah, who are you gonna who are you gonna who are you gonna pee on or whatever crazy prank you do? Not that, something like that. He revives Tien first, and then he looks over at Vegeta and he goes I guess I could give him a bean, too. I'm like, you don't have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) KD, you got to give him a bean. (laughs) You could never work as an EMT with his kind of ethic. (laughs) So the editing in this episode is crazy. So I forgive me for jumping around, but that's simply how it went. Then, oh, my God, we're at Bulma's house. And Bulma's hot mom is out on the lawn greeting baby Gohan and Bulma and Yajirobe's return. Oh my god, Bulma, you're back, and you brought boys. And she hits on everybody and makes Gohan uncomfortable, and he leaves. If we can all remember last episode, Gohan, a child, was ferrying two adults to his house, and when he got within striking range, they made him leave to go to a third location. So this is just like a follow-up on that that they had to put on into this show for some reason. Gohan away from his dying father so Bulma could, like, go charge her phone. If you were in the writer's room at Dragon Ball, do you think there's ever a moment where they're like, and Bulma has to charge her phone, and somebody's like, why? (laughs) We're going to animate that? (laughs) 
Nope. I would have liked to imagine they think of Bulma's phone as the central focus of the show. And everything <laughs> else is like a large machination to get to the phone. Well, you guys have the to A plot. This is a re-editing, so, like, the original Dragon Ball, they had, like, 900 episodes to fill, so they're like, yeah, I guess we'll do a whole episode about changing a water filter or something, you know? <laughs> Bulma had to explain if she was getting an iPhone or an Android, and then what an Android means to the people of Earth. It feels like, so, because I, I hate myself or something, I've decided to watch Handmaid's Tale for, like, the first time, and it's really bad. It's, like, such a bad show. And one of the reasons it's so fucking bad is it happens in, like, real time sometimes, where, like, they make a dramatic choice to just have everyone react incredibly slowly to everything, like Jurassic Park, and that's, like, what this feels like to me. They're just like, uh... I forgot to write dialogue. Can we just, like, have them uh, hang out? <laughs> so uh, then another... Now, these cuts are so jagged. So now another hard cut back to the Z-Boys, where Piccolo's like, these motherfucking androids know about beans? Oh, no! Yeah, right. He's upset the androids know about sensu beans. And... uh. They're mad that the androids didn't think they were worth killing and that they humiliate us for sport and that really gives Vegeta a rage boner so he flies away. This is the meat of the episode. I think this is the entire development because they keep saying that it's about you, you've wounded his warrior's pride by losing to a female. He literally says that. <laughs> <laughs> they do a super close-up a piccolo, and he's like, let him be. He's been bested by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> David, please take note of this for your uh, pickup artist training. You're saying that uh, in the uh, in the course of battle, like I should fight a woman. But don't <laughs> lose, I guess, is the note. <laughs> Write down this note. Never lose. Lose to a woman. Don't do it. This is part of your coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Only challenge women to fights I know I can beat. <laughs> yeah, don't, I wish don't to... go around trying to fight like Ronda Rousey or something <laughs> out of your league. Just stick with like most women. <laughs> Piccolo, uh, you know, because Trunks goes to fly after him and he's like, leave him be, man. He's mad about losing to a lady. And, uh... Here's what the theme of the episode is to me, is men making, the characters keep making excuses on why they don't want to do the right thing. So Krillin in this episode then goes, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't like jump in and helped. We probably could have beat them if I did. And Piccolo is like, that's literally not true. You suck. <laughs> I know I was knocked unconscious, but I still didn't want you to help. Wait, why does Piccolo care if he lost to, like, a woman? He's not, like, even an Earth guy. Well, Piccolo Yeah, but doesn't... you know, homie. He's a green guy. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. Well, it, you know, like, sexism is, sexism just is just built to, in. They're, it's not, Piccolo doesn't care that he lost a woman. Piccolo just cares that he lost because the Earth. Oh, he's. So, I'm actually laughing. <laughs> this is when 
you know, he's like, all right, you guys go get Goku so we can survive. And Krillin's like, what are you up to? Krillin cannot read the room at all this whole episode. He goes, what are you up to? Everyone has a brain damage from the last 10 minutes where they were knocked unconscious. They're just all angry for no reason. Krillin (laughs) is like, what are you up to? Piccolo, yeah, Piccolo is like that football player, Benoit disease, and he just totally rages out, and he's like, who said we're on the same side? I want to rule the world, and he blows them all up with a beam. And Yeah, he shoots a beam at the ground. It's like shooting a gun into the air. (laughs) It was so funny. He just got so, and it just reminds me of, like, when you've been, Stretch too thin socially like you've been partying for days like maybe when you and your friends take a trip together and it's like the only way you can get a little bit time to yourself is just to act like a dick for a minute and you're just like fucking I said Mountain Dew and you just <laughs> shut the door the cabin or whatever I think like, just, is, like, is that a move you use Katie? And that's a move no, yeah I think a lot of I, people I read just... this as like PTSD and Katie's like it's when you've been partying too long <laughs> Wait, instead well, of just saying, hey, can I have a couple minutes to myself, you just start slamming doors and screaming at no, people? No, I normally tell people, but, like, for example, when I traveled with two minutes to um, the fest in Florida, I tried to give myself time alone, so I went to go watch wrestling by myself, and then the boys all followed me there and started making jokes behind my head. And then I was like, Lee, please! <laughs> Right, so she leave shot a beam be. into the ground. I've been said. locked in a house with you for six days. Just leave <laughs> me alone. I need to talk to a woman. Uh, I, I, I think something that would have made this scene more realistic is uh, if you take Tien, who was violently choked out for 90 full seconds last episode and yeah. replaced all of his dialogue this episode with, like, clutching his neck and be like, Ow! 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 <laughs> Yeah, and so Piccolo flies off, and Tien's like, oh, man, I thought we were friends. And then Krillin, <laughs> who is so, like, codependent and weird, he's like, no, he's just pretending. He's, did you see where he's flying? And Tien's like, what are you fucking talking about? And he's like, he's going to go put Kame back in his body. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand why Krillin knows this information this far in advance, but he is right that Piccolo is just looking for a man to fill that hole in his life. And then they're like, what about the Dragon Balls? Because if Kami goes away, right, the Dragon Balls do. And then they're both like, I don't know, man. We'll change (laughs) the name of the show. It's fine. (laughs) We'll rebrand. Yeah. (laughs) It is funny, though, like Piccolo loses to a woman, and then this episode is just like a heavy talking. They all decide to just talk it out. This is also when. (laughs) So Trunks has been silently listening to this whole conversation. It kind of went on a while. And then they do a shot of him where it literally looks like he's tearing up and he goes, Yeah, but uh, what do you think my dad, Vegeta, is up to, though? And everyone's like, Everyone knows he's your dad. Shut up, you little daddy's boy. Everyone knows it. No one cares you're from the future. Yeah, we all know you're from the future, that you're Bulma's baby, 
and your dad's just blowing up rocks somewhere. Relax, okay? This seems like misdirected anger at Trunks. I think they're mad at Trunks. And they're a little bit jealous because he's like a young, hot guy. Yeah, he is. He is the youngest and hottest of all. And he's trying. He's always tempting them to listen to ska, and that like he's bringing a ska lifestyle into the show, and they're like, he's that's not, not what the show's ska about at all. He's wearing a cropped jacket. He is hair metal all the way, baby. He's listening well, to maybe Def Leppard in the future, okay? Maybe it's a little little taste of a flavor you haven't had. Oh, Alex? I'm just saying that's you what it is. You guys like but how this... I dressed as Android 18 accidentally for this episode? Yeah, uh, let's describe Katie's outfit really quick. So <laughs> she has stripes, like Beetlejuice stripes going on. Uh, uh, all down, but then it's covered with a smart jean vest. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, I have my one of my vests on because I'm I'm punk, even though I'm 32. Right, yeah. she's punk even though she's 32, and she's also I don't. Are you wearing? Oh, it's a scarf. We talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, and the scarf is something Android 17 wears. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I'd do a little gender bending because I'm really edgy. <laughs> Well, it's a, the best of both worlds, really. Katie, you don't look that far away from, like, you're ready to take credit for some kind of train bombing or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. I used to, like, dress like this. I mean, this is an outfit I would just wear. So that's that's discerning. We're <laughs> saying you look like a femme terrorist from the 80s. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> In one of those European politics you won't hear about. Yes. <laughs> uh, revolution. Hey. Where from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Down with the bosses. Um. Oh, this is a point I had written on my list that we didn't get to in the beginning. But what do you think it'd be like to fuse with a homie? <laughs> Alex asks me this every time he gets drunk. <laughs> like David, would you? Just what would it feel like if we fused? It's not gay yeah. to fuse. We're becoming I mean, one if you being. you just want to have penetrative sex, Alex, you can you can What I'm that. saying is it's not the same as that. Can we just back up for a second and say it's different than that? I think it probably... Have you ever been to the emergency room and they gave you a really strong painkiller like morphine? Yeah. So you know how it's that rush in your body for a second where you feel cold and freaked out for a second and you might puke and then all of a sudden you're all like fucked up. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what and I that's think like... it probably feels like. And then there's two spirits inside you where there was only one before you're saying? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I, that was pretty fun as I remember it from getting my tooth out or whatever. So oh, maybe I it'll hated be good. it. I hated it. <laughs> Alex, you like married a woman. Isn't that a way or like the ultimate fusing? Whoa. Whoa, David. Um, <laughs> well, by marrying my wife, I do not think it fused me with her, but I do <laughs> think it fused me with the promises and covenant of our Lord Jesus Christ. My as far as bank, as far as your bank is concerned, you're one being. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So the U.S. government tax system is concerned. For taxes alone, it's the right decision. Fuse today. Get yeah. back inside your original body. Once again. <laughs> so, uh, Vegeta flies in anger and rants about trash compactors and stuff. Yeah, he just says slurs to robots for like a while. 
then Krillin, Trunks, and Tien fly. And uh, Krillin asks Trunks, hey, uh, so those meds you gave Goku that he waited too long to take, how long will they work? Ten days? Cool. All right. Goku got an erection that lasted for longer than ten days. <laughs> <laughs> Goku, as a... This this medicine works unlike any modern medicine we've seen, where you take it while your heart is failing, and then it kicks in. <laughs> I just listen. He's they having the heart attack fevers. Out. I do like uh, we get to see him later this episode, and he's being carried around like a sack of potatoes, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I do like seeing Goku all fucking ragdolled out. Uh, Piccolo flies all the way up to the lookout. Uh, he waves at Corrin. He goes up to the lookout. He throws on his cool piccolo duds on the way up there because he's a badass. And he's like, what up? Get in my body. Mr. Popo would like to remind you that he exists and he's not having a good time. <laughs> what is going on, Kami? Yeah, Popo is just so in love with Kami and it's like, get over yourself. I think we haven't discussed Popo as a character before because it always really gets wrapped up in like, oh, you're a hateful drawing from the 1800s. <laughs> but uh, he's such a nice fellow and he's just put through so many trials and tribulations. I know. He does. He, all he wants to do is help people and keep the world peaceful and everyone's just being racist at him all the time. It's not <laughs> his fault he looks like that. <laughs> Tell him to shut the fuck up. Like, it's nonstop. Um, Piccolo shows up and he's like, you know I am here. Uh, you and I need to crawl into each other. And, you know, Kame's doing the speech. I wrote you oh. a poem. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought this day would come where we would fuse back. And then Piccolo's like, who said anything about fusing? I'm going to fully absorb your ass. <laughs> and, and that's what Kame literally starts going, uh, maybe we should wait. Like, let's just <laughs> see how this goes. I don't know about us right now. Yeah. <laughs> and also, then Piccolo, the best part too is after that whole like macho speech, he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll check back. <laughs> yeah, he just sits there. He's like, I'll see how you feel in a couple of hours. I, um, I will say, Kami's voice actor sounds like you, Alex, like doing a fake Dragon Ball voice. It really sounds like the C-Squad, like, uh, we mm. forgot to hire a new guy. Could someone just do a Kami voice? Hello, Piccolo. Can <laughs> someone know, do the Kami voice and sing the theme song this week? Anyone? <laughs> don't stop. Don't stop. We're in love now. <laughs> don't stop. There's so much to be found. Especially when he goes, calm yourself, Mr. Popo. I'm like, what <laughs> D-list is this? I actually think that that's how all the characters should sound and that it's a great job and someone should hire me. I think I've just done my taxes. I should I should be Mr. Popo now. So, yeah, Piccolo just sits and waits for Kame to change his mind because uh, he's clearly stalling. Meanwhile, we're back with our cuties on duty Android 18 and 17 and 16 find a pink bread truck. And they're like, let's get in the truck. 
Uh, this is it. This is our truck, guys. Meanwhile, <laughs> two side characters from SCTV fill up on donuts and coffee <laughs> when they're like, Oh, my truck! And Android 16 picks up the truck, dumps all the bread out, and they get in the trunk and drive away. Where is Android this your 18, bread? Android 18 reminds the boys, I need a new outfit. And you know what? I really um, identified with her there. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been on the road with the two-minute boys. And they're like, okay, we're just going to go straight into filming off the airplane. I'm like, I have to put on makeup. And they're like, no, you don't. I'm like, you're not the one that's going to get death threats if you don't put on makeup. And they're like, we're just going to drive this pink van to go kill Goku, Katie. I don't see why you need to have eyebrows on. I'm like, no one Who on the anything. two minutes to late night cast is Android 17? And who on the two minutes to late night cast is Android 16? Uh, hmm. Android 16 is probably Rob the cameraman. <laughs> and uh, Android 17, none of them are suave enough to be Android 17, if, to be honest. Wow. Probably the like, answer is the front man, Jordan. Jordan. No. Jordan man. No, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan. Like, because Android 17 doesn't care about stuff. And Jordan but how do we know he's not just putting that everything. on? <laughs> he's putting it on. It's a front, Katie. No, literally You're none so of in love is. with him. <laughs> Let it go. He's a f- cartoon robot. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're dressing up to impress him? He can't see you. Only I can see you. Oh, my God. Alex Patak. <laughs> <laughs> you think just because you're wearing a scarf, you'll notice? I Yeah. You think? You think he'll like it? Did he say something to you about my scarf? He's he not what he appears. I'm peacocking. Is it working? <laughs> um, Katie, you have bold looks. I like his voice actor. He's a he's a he plays Hiei in Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh. Uh, yeah. So uh, after the bread truck heist, we go back. Tien tells the Z boys. I'm going to go meet up with Chatsu to go train, even though it probably won't matter because you won't need me. His words, not mine. <laughs> Why even be in the show? <laughs> if you're going to live like this, you don't need to be taking up the space. Think of the space you're occupying, <laughs> TN. Think of the powerful warrior's representation. Trunks laments about the differences about the androids and his future versus what's going on now. Right. I don't remember this from the show before, that in his future, the androids were half as strong. Anybody? Yeah, Do you- I don't remember that either, but I guess it's some, like, butterfly effect bullshit. What? I didn't watch I, he- the episode. You d- oh my fucking god! I thought you were being quiet. I thought yeah, I just I offended you. Were being you. quiet. I was gonna ask if you watched the episode at the end of the episode. I could tell, David. No, because Alex, like, you text me the episode link, but I don't watch stuff on my phone. Oh my god! Just put it into your computer. You've been on the show a hundred times. <laughs> I also well, didn't realize this- it was okay. gonna be a Dragon Ball episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, God, guess David. what, pal? You're watching more Tenchi Muyo tomorrow. <laughs> 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 All right. How does this one end? Oh, my God. David, do you have anything to say about anything? <laughs> do you have anything to say about how you've been acting today? Or how I you've been acting the, out? Uh, I think the late night guys who are, are the following uh, Dragon Ball guys. 
Jordan is the android, and the other guy said, "Oh no." It's so offensive the okay. way that you you act. The way listeners, you, treat you decide. The two minutes to late night staff. <laughs> so, uh, Goku in his home is sweating out of fever, and Yamcha appears to be reading Dragon Ball Super the manga, which is funny because it doesn't exist yet. Doesn't and exist. Uh, Trunks and Krillin arrive before they go into Goku's home. Krillin approaches Future Trunks, and he's like, so those robots, they're definitely genocidal maniacs. And he's like, yes, he, they killed the entire planet. And he's like, but what if you kind of wanted to fuck one? And he's like, what? if what? one gave you a kiss? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, like, so pathetic. It's so pathetic. It reminds me so much of, like, when open micers get girlfriends. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, Oh, because it's the one woman who's paid attention to them so that yeah. this is, like, the one for their life now? Yes. When does Krillin have Marin as a girlfriend? Is that before now? I don't know. Because he gets these women who are, like, literally three heads taller than him and they walk around and they're, like, Be- Betty Boop-style drawings and it's, like... If you get even one of those, man, like... He's got to be just, like, really good at being a sub or something because I just can't see any other way this working. He's like, I think he is also sexually attracted to Trunks, and he's just dealing with it in his own ways. You know what? That's fair. Everyone's sexually attracted to Trunks. He's beautiful. Everyone's acting all hetero to kind of, like, escape it. Uh, Chi-Chi swings over the door and punches Krillin. And Yamcha. the door hurts when it hits you because it hurts to get hit by a door. Good topic. Good topic. It hurts to get hit by a door, everybody. Good uh, topic. Yamcha sees them, and he starts shouting. He's like, what's up, dudes? Oh, it's Future Trunks. You probably fucked up those androids with that snickety-snick sword. And they're like, no time. Actually, we're all going to die. We got to go to Master Roshi's. Everybody in the flying minivan, please. We went the other way with it. <laughs> <laughs> so they load Goku ragdoll body into the flying minivan with really some haphazardly <laughs> kind of like throw them in there <laughs> <laughs> with some unmarked bags of laundry gohan also arrives everybody get on the plane vegeta does power kegels on a mountain makes a bunch of rocks fly around and he blows stuff up the announcer comes on well that was an episode see you next week <laughs> We tied together the cell phone plot. That was close. <laughs> okay, so that was the Dragon Ball recap. Now imagine if the recap sounded a little bit like this. Just imagine how fun an episode it would be. You're in a silver mine. A young yeah. Daniel Plainview descends to the bottom. And he's, he's hacking away. He's hacking. And he finds a silver nugget. So what he does is he explodes it. He lays some dynamite and then he goes back up. And then he realizes he can't get his bucket with all the silver he already dug up. up. So he goes back to get it and boom! I didn't know that was silver, and I've seen the movie like ten times. Silence! <laughs> what do you think? Those you who do not think- watch the episode do not get comment. I don't Alex know. It was like oil. He's an oil man. I just assumed he was looking for oil and found oil. No, but he paid for his oil with the silver he found. Don't you remember the scene where he sold his silver? 
it's more of like a movie of shadow and sound will, to me and expressionism. This and you will have to start all over again. I got my finger on the X. Well, it's right. better if we rate and review this episode of yes. Dragon Ball Z Kai episode 56. What did everyone think, starting with me? <laughs> huh. Well, I had a lot of fun today. I thought it was, uh, I just love watching my old friends at Dragon Ball. Nothing happened in this episode, and they really seemed like they were stretching for time, even on the edited together version. And so I'm going to give this a one out of seven, the worst episode I've seen in some time. Yes. David, you don't get a score because you didn't see it. No, he has no to but vote. that was such a compelling recap. I feel like I got the okay. full immersive experience of the episode. And I'm kicking myself for not watching it and for Alex sending me the link on my cell phone where we all watch t- television. Just copy and paste it to yourself. Just copy okay, and paste it. Okay, but it's easy to forget if it's not like in my email. Anyway, Or just ask me to balls. send it to you. Fuck you! <laughs> I am also giving it one out of seven Dragon Balls, but you know what? To each their own. <laughs> All right. I uh, I have gathered up these Dragon Balls, and I will now call on the legendary Dragon Shenron. Arise, Shenron. <laughs> I'm an oil dragon. What's up, Criterion Collection Dragon? Uh, little David here has a little wish. Ho hum, a little man, a little man with a big dream. <laughs> Tell me of your minings and give me your productivity and loot. Hello, Shamrod. Hello. Thank you for coming to my uh, to my remote farming village and explaining the how how oil can be extracted from the ground. I was wondering, with your immense wealth, could you give us a gay ska rendition of the Dragon Ball theme song? Yes, this wealth, it was given to me by God, given to me with divine favor and luck. And so it would be no problem for me to do a gay ska version of this Dragon Ball song. As a dragon doing Daniel Plainview. It's a clear idea of things going together. I think it will go a little something like this. Don't stop, don't stop, we're in love, honey. Don't (laughs) Don't stop, don't stop, make it work. You must make it work. You are America's next top model. That's where it goes something like that. Well, that's your wish. Hi, Shenron. Wow. wow. What a, what a what terrible a, episode to get a, a wish from. What a straightforward idea. <laughs> that just checked a lot of boxes for a lot of people, that idea. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> It's best we do an email now. Here we go. Let's go. It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. This is an email written into us by our good friend Kyle. 
Um, hello. It is hello, Kyle. Welcome to the show. Welcome. It's a question we've been asked similar questions to this before, but I think this is a new angle on it. Katie, I'm interested to hear your take. Uh, Kyle writes, "What's up, ballers? If this question has been asked before." I apologize. My brain is addled by drugs and I can barely remember the sound of my grandmother's voice. Never mind what has been discussed on your Dragon Ball podcast. Love for the cut filler episodes have been expressed on the show before, specifically when Goku and Piccolo learn to drive. If given the creative license to write your own filler episode, who would it focus on and what would the episode be about? Oh, that's an interesting angle. Um, I don't think we've ever done that before. It's never been done. So we're giving someone their own filler app. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> I would do I would do an episode focused on Mr. Popo and it would be like a but it would be done in the style of like nineteen seventies black exploitation cinema. <laughs> Where he's the hero? He's like yeah. the shaft? I'm just talking about Mr. Popo. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut Justice your mouth. <laughs> Um, that would be a non-controversial one to do (laughs) pitch and get produced. I think, um, more on Krillin dating. I want to see what's going on. I want to see what happens when it doesn't work. Mm. I want to see what happens when he's alone and mad. I, uh, I want to get into the nitty gritty politics of Satan City. I want to, I want a political drama with dog president. Are any Dragon Ball characters in it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that sounds pretty good. Wait, no, there are (laughs) Dragon Ball characters, but they're like, you know, because they have to deal with the aftermath of their actions. So it's about like, you know, they're there in the periphery. I'm sure Bulma's there wheeling and dealing as a representation uh, of uh, Capsule Corp, who's deeply embedded. Their characters in, in this episode, like New York City is a character in Sex and the City. Exactly. Okay. Wait, take out my Mr. Popo one. That sucks. It is offensive. But this is one. I would do an episode where Vegeta gets into the oil business. And oh, now that's something. And then one of the guys on the rig, he dies, but he had a little baby. So Vegeta adopts that baby, and he takes the uh, the baby from town to town as his business partner to present the facade of a family business. And then what he's given a hot tip on uh, oil fields that have not yet been dug up. And it, it, you kind of just see Vegeta navigate the oil business. His son goes deaf in an explosion and a lot of stuff like that. He leaves him on a train. Yeah, he leaves him on a train to go to boarding school. And he's just, yeah, he has no subtlety. So he's just like, I'm leaving you on a train. <laughs> <laughs> your weakness is your own caboose. <laughs> So I think that could be something that's really good. Depends on how it's shot. Depends on how it's casted. If you give Paul F. Tompkins a minor role, just so every time you watch this episode, you look in the background and you go, hey, that's Paul F. Tompkins. I think that would be good. Um, I also think, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for Yamcha in all filler episodes ever. <laughs> right, he's flexible in casting. You can put yeah. him in He doesn't any have a lot going on. He's open. <laughs> He can be like the bad guy in the Mr. Popo shaft. Yeah. <laughs> he can be uh he can be the 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 young priest in the Vegeta there will be blood. <laughs> he can do anything. He's versatile is what I'm saying. Well, Kyle. Thank you. All right, Kyle. Thank you for writing in with that wonderful question. He says, stay safe and RIP, Jeremy. We do miss our dead friend, Jeremy. Yeah, it's too bad he died. 
he he died. It, it, it does not have another podcast online that you could listen to right now. Um, well, looks like it's time to wrap up the old show. Let's rate and review and just plug and not rate and review. We already did that. Yep. <laughs> Alex. Katie, thanks for asking me. It's an honor to plug before the guest. I think... Uh, you should follow me at patakjokes on twitter.com. I put all my podcasts on there. Theater of Delight Season 3 coming out sometime in the next month. We're wrapping up the scripts now. So if you haven't caught up on Seasons 1 and 2, you don't need to. But maybe you'll understand it more if you just get this radio drama into you now and kind of see where it's going and, like, the direction of the drama. And so Theater of Delights is another podcast you can listen to. Uh, that's it for me. David, what do you have going on? I have nothing going on, but you can find me on Instagram at Raw Spectuality. Right. And don't, don't like, don't hurt David's knee. <laughs> yeah. Because he's still recovering from before, and he can't. He yeah, can't we... put any pressure on. No deadlifting. No squats. Don't no deadlifting, hurt no squats. Alex, at your birthday party, you threatened to headbutt me, and I had to like leave abruptly. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's how those parties end. I'm. Thank <laughs> you for fair, coming. That's just how an Alex's party. <laughs> thank you for coming to my birthday. <laughs> you said you were gonna headbutt me, and I was like, Alex, no, my knee. And you said, No, come here. I'm just gonna shake your hand. <laughs> right. That was a lie. I was gonna headbutt you. <laughs> That was well, the four Katie. Logo. <laughs> right, that was the four logo talking. That wasn't me. Um, Katie, what do you have going on? Normally, you could follow me on social media, but I have everything on private right now because I'm trying to improve my career. And guess what? It's not going well. Uh, you can check out Last Words on the Pit. Last week, we had Dave Lombardo of Slayer fame on. And this week, we're having Twisted of. <laughs> the dark carnival on so you know really a weird variety of shit uh and that's it that's it it's like a carnival of some kind yep uh check out fucking our patreon we're talking about tenchi mayo patreon.com slash bos pod for just an additional five dollars a month you get a whole other podcast isn't that fun and that's it for us this week. But check us out next week on this little show we call Ballin' Out Super! Mysteries about bit of deep energy flows all around but I will go fearless and free I'll give you strength. You give me love. That's how we live. Courage won't fade. If you're with me, my enemies will never win. Fight for love and glory. We'll live to tell the story. There's nothing we can't live through. Nothing ever dies. We will rise again. Don't stop, don't stop, where and what now? Don't stop, don't stop, there's so much to be found. Grow and find paradise. All we have to do is go, go, free your soul. Dragon soul. How was that?